Hello, everybody. It is Saturday. We are here saying hey. This is episode 135 of your favorite weekly anime podcast, Anime Double Play. You must it might be like 135. Did we skip 134? Nope, I just named two episodes 132 by accident. So you didn't miss an episode, I'm just dumb. So welcome to officially episode 135. We here, we ready to play, and this week, unlike last week, my brother is with me. How's it going, Thomas? Yay, I'm back. I'm back. Goodbye, Ganon. Thank you for filling in, but I'm here now. (laughs) So, what did I have last week? You just, um... Oh, last week you had to work. Oh, yeah. That was crap. And then we were the supposed guy... to record this Thursday, and then you just never came home. <laughs> so now it's Saturday. Oh, yeah. Thursday, I was I like went out to get drinks with someone, and then it, it was just a lot later than I thought. Yeah, that's okay. No, I'm glad you had fun, and I happened to be free today, so it all worked out. Yeah. So, busy... Busy time of year, catching up with people after the holidays and stuff. So, been a little hectic month, which is a shame because there's a lot of good anime stuff to kind of talk about. But I gotta live the life, you know. Oh yeah, totally. Lives need to be lived. Life comes first. Yeah. So, I haven't watched like a ton of stuff. I've been like piecing through the new season very slowly, and by that I mean watching Haikyuu. And my hero. Okay. But are you watching anything in the new season yet? The only thing I've watched outside of Haikyuu is uh, Somali to Tomori no Kamisama. Yeah. Um, I'm watching Does that. Does that have like an English name? Uh, Somali and the Forest Spirit. Yeah, that. I watched episode one. Yeah. And I thought it was enjoyable. I like the world. The world seems really cool. Yeah, it is. Um, is the Japanese name Somali to Mori no Kamisama? Yes. Okay, Somali. To means and. Mori means forest. No is possessive. And Kamisama is like a god thing. So there's your Japanese lesson. Somali Boom. and the forest spirit. Somali Nailed to that. Mori no Kamisama. Yay! But yeah, I'm watching that. I actually just watched the third episode um, right before this. It's so cute. It's adorable. I love it. It's like... Oh, really? Yeah. It's so... I mean, it's not like I. it's my favorite anime ever, but it's just really sweet and it's really good. It's giving me Natsume Yujincho vibes, which I haven't gotten in a long time as I stare at the poster I have of him in my room. And um, yeah. It's just, like, a cute little show that, like, fills a little nice hole in your heart. So, it's definitely not going to be, like, anime of the season or anime of the year, but it's just, like, a really good show. So, I like it. Um, I'm watching okay. that. I'm caught up in My Hero, except for the episode that came out today, but I I watched... I was three behind, so I, I watched them all this morning. Um, then, I'm watching Keep Your Hands Off Azoken. Keep your hands off Azoken? What is that? Um, that is the new uh, Masaki Yuasa anime. He's the director of Devil Man Crybaby. And um, oh. yeah, it's it's interesting. It's about um 
three girls in high school. It's this like cool town though. They're like near the water. It's not like a real place. It's like this cool fake Japanese town that's like really fun. Like I would love to walk around there. There's water everywhere. And um, they really want to make anime. So they're doing, making their own anime club. And it's about them trying to make an anime. It's silly, it's fun, it has a really cool art style. I find myself getting bored a little in the middle of the episodes, but, um, yeah, I, I'm i not going to, I don't think I'm going to drop it anytime soon. Um, it's fun, and a three-episode test, right now I'd give it a six or a seven, like, I'll definitely watch it. It can only get better from here, though. I mean, of course, I guess it could get worse, but I don't think it will. I think it'll, now that we've established our stakes, our place, our characters, I think it'll only get better. Okay. What's the Japanese name for it? Uh, I don't know. Something, something, oh, it... Tewo Eizoken. Oh, yeah. Eizoken niwa Tewo Dasuna. Yeah. Te means hand. So I was like, keep your hands off Tewo Azoken, there's got to be a Tay in there, so yeah. I've seen this around. This anime is supposed to be, like, pretty good so far. So, I'm going to check this one out, for sure. I'm yeah. actually adding it to my list as we speak. Perfect. What's it on? Okay. It's on What's Crunchy. It on? It's on VRV. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, besides that, and My Hero, and Haikyuu, I caught up in Babylon. Um, Boom. Yeah, oof. Babylon. I have to do that. And then, um, oh, it's, it's, it's going downhill. Like, what is? there's one Babylon? episode left and there's no way they can do what they want to do in one episode and it's just going to be bad. Like I predicted. Boo. The episode I watched. Yeah, the episode, episode I watched this morning was kind of crap. Um, but we'll see. And then. I have to watch it still. The only one I haven't watched yet that I was thinking about, it's, um, that. Oh, what's it called? Do I still have Anime News Network up? Let me pull it up quick. It's the one with the guy who's attached to the toilet. Toilet down Hanako-kun. It's about uh, this spirit who grants wishes, who, like, haunts the bathroom in the school. The art style looks really cool, so I at least want to watch the first episode. But it's been getting, like, pretty mediocre reviews like it's good but not great i i would i've seen the manga around for a couple years so i was expecting it to kind of be more popular um but yeah besides that that's all i'm watching this season which is kind of nice because i still i'm still watching the witcher and thursday i downloaded the kingdom hearts dlc which was garbaggio apparently oh no did you hear who'd you hear that from you? I thought you said it was like super easy and like not well, that good. Well, here's the thing. I played, so there's two kind of episodes. The first episode is kind of a retcon of the last six hours of the game. It wasn't, it was super easy for me because I was, I used my save where I'm level 99 on standard mode with the Ultima. So okay. I walked through it when I was Sora, but you get to pick your own character. So I played as. Roxas, I played as Aqua, I played as Riku, I played as Kairi. It was cool. Um, and then the second episode, I am level 99 with the Ultima, and I don't think I'm ever going to beat it. It's so hard. <laughs> it's the organization data battles. 
Is that in the DLC? Yeah. So who do you fight? Um, All organization members? No, you fight the 13 darknesses from the finale again. So you fight... um, I only beat four of them. I didn't even try everyone anyway, but they're really hard. I beat Dark Riku, Larxene, Marluxia, and I think, like, Ansem or something. And then you have to fight all the others. So Luxord, Young Xehanort, um, whatever his face is, Terra Xehanort, Zigbar, you know, all those peeps. And they're really hard. They're fun, but they're hard. So. Mm-hmm. And I'm in this weird place that, like, I can't, like, go out into, like, the town and get more money. So I'm buying items and using them, and I'm scared I'm going to run out of money and then not be able to beat the game. Because I won't be able to buy any more, like, potions and high ethers and stuff. How are you that low on money? I feel like that was never an issue with the game. Well, I, um, I had to buy, I... I got a lot of achievements in the game, so I did a lot of, like, forging and stuff, so I had to buy a lot of materials. But, um, okay. I think I can, I can probably sell stuff if I'm running low on money. Like, I have all of Goofy and Donald's weapons that I'm never gonna need again, so. But you have to beat all the data battles to get to the secret organization's data, and then I will learn something, I guess, so. We'll see. I'm, I'm probably going to have to have some of my friends beat it for me. Xemnas with all his, like, lasers. I can't defend against all the lasers. I can't click fast enough. So You've got to, though. I know. you got to do it. Anyway, so I'm fine having a light season this season so I can get some stuff done. <laughs> so you can get some, uh... Some like, real life stuff up done. And then on top of this, eventually I'm going to have to start planning a wedding. So we'll see. Obviously, my priorities are a little messed up. And I'm getting married, so I have to do stupid shit with that. Literally. All like, this stuff getting in the way of my anime time. Literally. Literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, besides that, that's all I'm watching. So... Make your choices. Oh, um, the only... Yeah, that's your... Oh, the only thing I didn't... I'm not really watching is that Asteroids in Love thing. I never even started it. Um, there's this ID Invaded. That looks good, but I just haven't gotten a chance. Um, I watched the first episode with, uh, my fiancé and our friend of, um, The Mysterious Cases of the Jewelered Richard. That was... Because it seemed very much like Holmes, the Holmes of Tokyo, Kyoto, the Holmes of Kyoto, which is a mystery I watched two years ago that I really liked. And I just, oh God, I did not like this one. Flammy likes it. And I don't mean to throw shade, but I watched the first episode and I thought it was not great. And That's it was, okay though. It's probably the exact same as the Holmes of Kyoto, but I'm probably more anime trash than I I think I am, and I'm like, well, Holmes of Kyoto had a cute anime high school girl, and this show doesn't. That's a good point. Maybe it just all comes down to that. Maybe. Hmm. But yeah. um, Oh, and I'm catching up. Sorry, I just keep talking. And I'm catching up in a lot of manga. Um, Rereading Roroni Kenshin, reading Inuyasha, and now I I caught up. You weren't here, so I can tell you. Um, 
I caught up into You the Immortal, which is bomb, Akatsuki no Yona, Shiryuki Hime, Noragami, Chihaya Furu, Kusirea no Hitori Goto, and then two others. But, so I've been reading a lot of manga again, which is nice. That's good. Yeah. I oh, take, oh, are you, what? Are, yeah, are you caught up in The Promised Neverland? <sighs> uh, no. Oh, dude! Mmm! Is it good? Yeah! I should do that. Yeah. And I'm reading this dumb, these two dumb manga on, um, the Shonen Jump app called, um, A Gravity Brothers or something, and, um, Zip Man. They're both really bad. Okay. But I read them in the bathroom at work, so. Nice. Always a good spot to read crappy manga. Literally. In the crapper. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, no. I've read, I've been reading like slowly more Oyasumi Poon Poon. Oh yeah, I'm curious about that. It's very good. I just I have hear to it's like great. get back into it. I feel like I want to buy it and read it like in the book. I mean, that's always better. It feels better to read it in the book. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just haven't done much of anything. I've been learning card magic, like magic tricks. I've been doing that with my free time. That's fun, though. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I was doing some tricks for my coworkers. I got them to, like, start screaming and run out of the office. It was pretty funny. Oh, really? You got that good? Eh. It, no, but if people don't know magic, like, they just don't get it, so. Yeah. Like, all the tricks I do are, like, really easy. Like, there's, like, half my tricks have, like, no sleight of hand. Yeah. I don't know. I've been bored, so that's what I've been doing. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) But, alright, do we want to discuss what we came here to discuss? Let's discuss the discussion. Discuss the discussion time. Get ready, guys. It's your new favorite segment, Discussion Discussing Time. Da, 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 da. Cue the music. That was some depressing music, man. <laughs> I don't know why that came into my head. <laughs> um, so, obviously, we <laughs> wanted to talk about this, like, the day after it came out, but we didn't for some reason. Probably my fault. So, we're talking about it now. We're going to have a discussion about the new Makoto Shinkai film that was in theaters uh, last week? Ten days ago? I saw it ten days ago. Uh, Weathering With You. What's the Japanese name? Uh, Tenki no Ko. Okay, thank you. I actually haven't added it to my mail yet. You don't have to Google it when I'm around. I've got all the Japanese names. I mean, I wanted to pull it up, so I had some information on it as well. Because, you know, I ain't remembering those characters' names. Thomas! It's been ten days. Yeah, God, you're so dumb. My internet's being slow. So, how do we want to uh, kick off the discussion, Mary? Um... Tell me about your experience going to it first. Okay, well, before we begin, I just want to say that um, apparently they're doing it the end of January. They're replaying the movie in 4D. 
What does that mean? Means like they're gonna splash some water on your face and blow some wind in the theater and make the chair vibrate. Oh, I would go do that. I'd see it again and do I that. wanted to go to the 4D playing of Promare, but I couldn't make it. That was probably cool. That one is one I would actually go to. Um, but anyway, um, I went with 11 of my closest friends because I travel in a caravan constantly. I'm blessed with great weeb friends. And um, it was good. I liked it. I didn't love it. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, let's watch it again. Like, I'm not going to buy it on DVD or anything. But it's good. I'll probably buy it at the Blu-ray and DVD. Okay. Speaking of, I want my my, my Your Name DVD back. Oh, yeah. I have that. It's safe. Yeah. Okay, as long as it's safe. It's safe. Um, I think the biggest thing with this movie is, like, people are going in. They're just like, Makoto Shinkai made this. It's going to be your name, too. It's going to be amazing. I mean, it I'm basically was. But... Well, kind of. We'll get to that. But I don't think it's fair to go into this movie and be like, it better be just as good as your name. Because in reality, there's like two anime movies that I would say are anywhere near as good as your name. So it's what not really uh, a silent voice in the girl I left through time. No, I would say are close. I would say are close. Yeah. But that's just, like, my personal preference. Okay. No, that's fair. So. Yeah, I, I knew going in, like, my, I had no expectations going in. I thought in the back of my mind I would be constantly comparing it. But I was very surprised with myself. I just, like, went in completely blank and watched the movie. And I liked it. I didn't love it. I thought it was fun. It was like a fun, exciting movie that I went to see with my friends. But I didn't, like, leave the theater with it having a lasting impression on me. Yes. Uh, eh, I don't know. I, I felt like I walked out of the theater and I thought very highly of it. Like, I don't know what you mean by lasting impression. Like, I wasn't, like... Walking around New York City like, oh my god, I just saw this, like I did with A Silent Voice. But it definitely, like, made me feel the feels and think the thinks. Yeah, I didn't feel the feels or think the thinks. You didn't think the thinks? I did not think any thinks. This is next-tier analysis, guys. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Your favorite anime podcast. Yeah, no, I thought it was like, I don't want to say... It, it wasn't a shallow movie, but it didn't go anywhere deeper for me. Um, it was pretty just, like, entertainment. Like, I walked out of your name, like, thinking about stuff and being wowed by, like, the, the entire experience. Not to constantly compare it to your name, but I could say that about any other movie. Like, when I watched The Girl That Left Through Time, I was like, oh, wow, like, that was good. This happened, and it meant that. And I kind of just walked out of Weathering With You, spoilers ahead, just like, they fucking drowned Tokyo for a teenage romance. Mitsuha and Taki did not go through the things they went to to just drown in Tokyo because of these two assholes. Okay, I mean, we'll get into... <laughs> you're, you're speeding up, Mary. You're speeding up. Who finds a gun in the garbage and takes it with them? Yo, you got some problems right now, Mary. You gotta slow <laughs> down. You gotta slow down. 
I didn't I did not love the movie. It's very easy to talk about what we didn't like about this movie. Like there's this movie has its issues. Like there's no You question. liked it more than me though. I mean, obviously, you've only said negative things about it so far. The animation was spectacular. Oh, absolutely. Like the good things about this movie. Like I liked the characters. I liked their relationship. I loved the music. I loved the animation. I like the the animation on like the rain constantly was amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I and I did like the story. I thought it was cool. Like it, it had a lot of elements kind of similar to your name, which was like kind of my issue. But I'll get back to that. Um, like the whole like it's it's raining over Tokyo for everything. And this one girl can, like, stop it. Uh, I thought it was cool. Like, I, I like the story and stuff. Uh, the characters were, like, kind of deep. You learned a little bit about the characters. They weren't just, like, here's a person that you're not going to learn anything about, but they're just going to help out and do things. Like, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Hold on. We got to check. Oh, the, the older guy. Oh, there's no pictures. This doesn't The older help. guy? Sugo? K. Sure. K What's his last name? Case Sugo. Sugo. Yeah. Suga. I'm the best. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who has that. the uh, consulting thing. The uh, the tabloid magazine writer. Yeah, I like the the subtlety of like him trying to get um, custody over his kid. That was like a cool like side plot point that they had going on. I mean, this movie had a lot of good stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what I'm going to give it. Like, I'll probably give it an 8. Yeah, Ranking? I was thinking, like, a, like it's very a good. 6, but a 7 with the animation, or a 7 bumped to an 8 with the animation. Probably a 7 I'm going to give it. That's low. That's low, Mary. I know it's low, but I didn't... It was... It was... The plot was just so crazy, and here's one of my biggest complaints about it. Um... So the whole, like, sunny girl thing, the weather maiden, super cool. Okay, like, explain your lore. Explain it. What do you mean? Give us the origins and the backstory about this thing. We get a five, we get, like, a three-minute scene of this old guy in a, in a temple explaining it. And then, like, it's yeah. like, oh, she's going to disappear now. But why? Like, I feel like... Because that's the lore of it. That's literally yeah, the well, lore of it. I wanted more of an explanation for the stuff that's going on. Like, what's the origin of the the Weather Maidens? Oh, they just show up. Like, they didn't... I feel like I wanted more. Like, not to compare it to your name, but it's just the movie on my mind because it has a similar lore thing. They kind of explain, like, the switching of the bodies was to prevent this thing that they... This asteroid coming that they see in the cave from... 1200 years ago like they ever i walked out of that movie like understanding how everything made sense they put enough time into discussing the lore and the backstory of all the mystical stuff that i could believe it I'm, i was not able to suspend my disbelief enough to just be like she's gonna just become the sky now because it's we need higher stakes in this show i mean i don't know i guess it seems a little nitpicky for me yeah, like, fight with me. Let's go. Let's let's disagree. <laughs> Punch me in the face. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I enjoyed like the story part of it. I wasn't dissatisfied with like the explanation of it. 
like I think there's just some things that in these shows, especially movies, like like some things are not grounded in like reality, you know, and some things you just have to accept as the world they're in. Because again, it's only this movie's only what ninety minutes or so. Like you only have so much time to do all this stuff. And again, the movie's not perfect, and they could probably like justify some things a little better. Mm-hmm. But they do take the time to like kind of allude to the history of the the maidens, so you kind of understand where it's coming from. Like they do take that time to like go into it. You wanted them to do more time doing that, but I mean, I didn't want them to just like lay it out for me because I'm an idiot. Like, I didn't want them to explain every aspect of it to me because, like, duh, I don't understand. Like, I got it. But I just kind of wish it would have been a, a richer tapestry. But I don't think this if they movie kind is of, plot focused. This movie is not plot focused at all, though. This movie's crazy. It was a. I have to say, I went into this movie. I could pre- I predicted absolutely nothing that happened. Not that I was trying to predict thing. I I wasn't like, oh, this is gonna happen next. But just like everything that happened, I was like, what the fuck? Like, isn't that good? What's though? going on? It was fun. Like it was it was legitimately thrilling because you just have no idea what's gonna happen in the movie. Even if you think you are, like some like they're running away. And then, like, oh, they get caught by the police. And then a car explodes. Like, it's just, like, crazy shit just keeps constantly happening. And I was in a packed theater with, like, there were probably 200 people. Nah, theaters are small now because of the big chairs. Well, the theater was full, and I was with 11 of my friends. So we were all, like, screaming. It was fun. It was a really fun movie. But, you know. it's def- You're right. It's definitely not plot-focused. Yeah, like, I think the movie's trying to capture a feeling. Trying to capture a feeling of some kid, like, 15, 16-year-old kids who aren't okay with their lives, and they want to do something about it. And, uh, like, that proactiveness of taking on a new adventure, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which, like, anime loves to do that with, like, 15 year old kids who are living mundane lives and then take their shot going somewhere and doing something different. Like I think that's a, well, it also kind of like does this cool thing with like, you know, how like it's raining out or like when it's always cloudy out, people get like kind of depressed and down. Like, yeah, I felt like it captured that feeling pretty well too. Where like, yeah, the colors were good. Mm-hmm. Like, how the feather can, af- how the feather, how the weather can affect your mood. Yeah, like, the people, when the sun comes out, get, like, so excited and stuff. Um, It's cool, you know? And it's something that's like, happens in real life, no? Uh, Like, the weather's really crappy, and everyone's inside and stuff. And as soon as, like, summer comes, like, people are very different, right? Like, there's a whole, like, seasonal depression kind of thing. Like, this movie kind of... It kind of touches on that a little bit, and I thought that was cool. Um, But... I guess now, I guess I'll kind of talk about my issues with it because you've only talked about your issues. I've I've been trying to defend it, but I did have problems with the movie. It's not perfect by any means. I mean, and I, mean I, I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy. Like, I'm giving it a seven. It was super fun, but, like, it's it, it didn't... Yeah, you talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I'm defending myself for not defending the movie when I should just be, like, more resolute, but you go. Well, I think... This movie 
is trying to be your name too. It's trying to be this star-crossed lovers thing where uh, they're living in like the normal world, but there's this small hint of supernatural going on and how like two lovers can kind of overcome a giant catastrophe and like save everyone, even though this is like kind of the opposite where they kind of just like doom everyone to drown in Tokyo. But, um, and it's got, and again, it kind of has that like Romeo and Juliet kind of vibe too, where like young lovers kind of like destroy everything just so they could be together kind of thing. Um, but totally destroy everything. (laughs) But I guess like it's, it's trying to be your name. And I wish, uh, Shinkai, when he was like making another movie, didn't go for two 15 year old kids in the real world, but there's some supernatural trying to do something different. You know, I, I kind of wish it was something like totally different, like fantasy or like just something else because he's already done a movie like this and he did it amazingly. And it's just never gonna, like, he's just never gonna make another movie that's gonna do the exact same thing as your name in the same like scope and genre of your name. I wish it was something different. A little different. I, I definitely think it's more action packed than your name, but you're right. The um the stories are very parallel. They kind of follow the same they're it's basically the same situation. Um Yeah. Which is fine if someone else was making this movie. Um but then right. there's like he's he's copying <clears throat> himself. Yeah, which, like, there were some cool stuff in there that I did, right? Like, we loved seeing Taki Mitsuha in the movie, right? Like, we can agree that was amazing. Amazing? Oh, yeah, I was freaking out. I was so excited. I I had a, when I saw Taki, I had a panic attack. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I thought you were saying it wasn't amazing. Oh, well, I, I don't know if I'd call it amazing. I would call it shocking. I was and so surprised. It kind of felt like a cheap grab, though. I don't care. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, it's so cheap. I don't care. Like, people love your name, and you put the characters in this movie. And, like, I remember reacting to it, because the when the guy came out and they, like, kind of shadowed his face, and, like, it looked like Taki, and I was like, <gasps> is that Taki? Oh, my God. And then the nameplate was Tachibana. And I was like, Tachibana. I was like, I think that's his last name. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, this has got to be him. And then when you see uh, Mitsuha, like working the shop. I, I recognized her. They, they showed like one twenty seventh of her face. And I was like, that's Mitsuha. And then they showed like half her name tag. And it ended with like, M like Y a, like, whatever her last name, Mizu, whatever. And I was like, Mia Mizu? I saw, like, the Z-U, and I was like, that's Mitsuha, and I freaked out. And it's so cute because she sells jewelry and she can braid the bracelets. And then all the way at the end of the movie, when Hodaka, main character's name, goes back to see um, Taki's grandma, Taki's grandma is wearing one of the braided bracelets that Mitsuha made. Wait, say that again. When, at the end of the movie, when Hodaka goes back to see 
Mrs. Tachibana, but she's in the apartment now because he fucking flooded her house and made her lose everything because he chose a girl over a civilization. Um, she in her apartment. She's wearing one of the braided bracelets that the uh, Miyamizus make. So the end of the movie is after Taki and Mitsuha meet back up, because how else would have she gotten it? That was a cool little tidbit that I thought was fun. Yeah, I mean, it did I a lot of small stuff things. like that, you know. Yeah, and which is I, it good. was just something I noticed. Yeah, I remember when uh, I saw the name tag me Mizu. Uh, I was there with my friend. I like, grabbed him. And I was like shaking him. I was like, "It says me a Mizu on it." <laughs> I was like freaking out. He's like, "What?" He's seen your name, but he isn't like. Right. I don't know. He wasn't like obsessed with your name, so. He was like, what? Like, obviously didn't remember Mitsuha's last name. But I was, like, freaking out in the theater. So Of course. I'm surprised you remembered Mitsuha's first name. Oh, man. I love her. I mean, that's not... That's not a problem. <laughs> Very easy. Um, Before we jump into another plot point that was kind of weird that you kind of already ranted about, but I want to touch on it. Um, This movie has done really, really well in theaters. It outsold your name. Did it? Yeah. Uh, Tanki no Ko sold more than 1.1 million tickets, grossing 1.6 billion yen, about $15.2 million USD, in its first three days in more than 350 theaters. Holy crap. The film ranked number one yeah. in its opening weekend and is currently number seven highest earning domestic film of all time in Japan and the highest grossing film in Japan in 2019. It uh, was, like, the seventh, like, highest tweeted about thing in Japan as well. And the day it came out, that Wednesday, the 15th, it was number two yes, highest I grossing film that. in North America. Or the United which States, is, something like that. And it showed in, like, 500 theaters, which yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah. It just shows the hype around this this movie and, like, Shinkai in general. And, like, the growth of anime. Like, that's so cool. This, like, and we see this more and more, right? Like, when Your Name came out, they re-released it in theaters for, like, three weeks. Because so many people were going to see it. I mean, I saw it twice in theaters, Your Name, you know? Mm. Um, how, uh, how packed was the theater when you saw Tenki no Ko? It might have been filled. I got there a little early, so I didn't see, like, the rest of the theater filling, but... It could have been sold out, if not close. Yeah, ours was... We had to split up my group into, like, five people and four people, and then, like, three all the way in the back. Um, we were in the third row, which hurt my neck, but it was all... We got the tickets the week before because we didn't know who was coming and stuff. The negatives of traveling with 3,000 people at a time. But screw it was them. still good. Lock in your ticket. Yeah. So well, Screw them, lock in your ticket. Um, um, I want to talk about another plot point that... Okay, that and then after that, I want to talk about something, but just remind me that I have to say something. Okay. Um, okay. Actually, I don't know how much I dislike it, but, like, we were talking about, like, the subtle undertones of this movie. It had, like, a very, uh, like, anti-gun undertone with, uh... There's, like, a billboard up about, like... Well, I don't even know if it's anti-gun. There was something about, like, buying ammunition and stuff. And then there's another thing about, like, 
another ad during the movie about like gun violence. And then obviously our main character, um, Horika having a gun and like freaking out about it. Like it seemed kind of anti-gun, but it's interesting. Sorry. It's interesting for Japan to approach this because like gun laws are really, really, really strict in Japan and they don't really have gun violence. So it's, it's kind of a weird thing to like have an undertone of such for a movie like this because it's not like this is an issue, right? It's not like an American movie making um, something about it. Oh my it, gosh! Excuse you know, me. like where we have yeah. like more, way more gun violence, and some movies like encouraging like gun control laws or something like that. Which, like, whatever your opinion on it is fine, but it would make more sense to see that from a country where like we talk about that issue, whereas Japan, like. I don't, as far as I'm concerned, that's not really an issue in their country because they just have really strict gun tr- control laws. So there isn't like mass murder kind of stuff going on, but I'm not positive on that. But that's just like my interpretation of it. I thought that was a little, it was surprising. I wouldn't say it was bad. I was surprised by it. Okay. Um. Here's what I think about that. And firstly, I went to speak and a cough came out and it shocked me. So apologies for totally coughing while you were talking okay um japan's a very very anti-gun nation like not even the police most police officers get guns um how far are you in babylon uh oh what just happened well i'm gonna say something it's not really a spoiler okay um when uh, I'm just gonna say it. You're you're far behind. I don't know. What? It was like no. two episodes. Whoa, 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 whoa. When no, when okay, he so, shoots himself. One yeah, no, but when Zen is talking to someone in America and they say, "Why did you come to America?" He says, "Because I can get issued a gun." Oh, okay, that's not like right. he. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. He was talking. Okay. He made it seem like this was going to be some major spoiler. You're like, I don't care. I'm saying. No, no. He's talking to the president, and the president's like, "Why did you come from Japan here to chase this woman?" And he goes, "Because in America, you can give me a gun and I can fucking shoot her." (laughs) Because he can't do that in Japan. Like, and he's up there in like the investigation, whatever. And he can't. He doesn't even have access to a gun. Um, but that doesn't mean Japan doesn't have gun violence. Like, I don't think, I did not do enough research in that. I don't know if we can say that, I mean, Japan definitely has less gun violence in America and probably in a lot of other countries, but I don't know if we can say accurately that there's not a lot of gun violence in Japan. In comparison, yes, but I just don't want to say a not truth about an entire nation. But then also, in the interview after the movie, um, Shinkai says that he was looking for this movie to be accepted more internationally, where Your Name was about kind of like a very niche like community in Japan, and it had a lot of like deeply Japanese like traditions in it. He wanted this to be broader and more international, which might make sense why the gun becomes more of a thing because yes it may not be as much of a thing in japan but if he's aiming for that international audience unfortunately there are a lot of guns elsewhere so that might be something to consider that makes a lot more sense then just yeah hearing that i'm a lot more convinced on it because it's just 
it, it was surprising. But if he says like, oh, well, I want this to touch an international audience. And it makes sense with your name, right? Your name has like the whole Kuchimakizake and the shrine and a lot of in the, in the, uh, the red twine, uh, very like Japanese cultural, like background stuff. That's good to know. Um, when watching the movie mm-hmm. where like this doesn't really do that at all. So that makes a lot of sense. I can, I can buy that. You've convinced me. I'm glad. Thank you. Um, also, because during that interview, Thomas's subtitles were cut off yeah. at the bottom of the screen, so he didn't actually get to see what the director was saying. Yeah, before and after the movie, the subtitles were cut off, so I couldn't understand what he was saying. I was pissed about that. I paid $14 for that ticket. I missed the interview that I could totally watch on YouTube whenever I want, but I'm still mad about it. I, yeah, I'd be mad too. That's the kind of stuff that makes it worthwhile going to see it in the theater. And I sat through the credits just to, to see. not see the thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, maybe it'll be fixed. No, it was not. Was it cut off the whole movie or no? No, just okay. during the interview. If it was cut off the whole movie, I would have walked out and found someone where they were like, hey, the subtitles in this movie are totally cut off. And I can't see anything. There would have been uproar. The weaves would have been coming out of the woodwork. Where are my subtitles, Nani? We would have uh, put hell on that AMC in Plainville. That's my rant. That's my rant. No, that was good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the gun thing, I just felt like, now like back to kind of like the plot, plot of the movie. I feel like Hodaka was just like really stupid the entire time. And I feel like he wasn't a great main character because he runs away from home because he hates it, but we never find out why. Like he's That's my obvious, biggest thing. You said yeah, it. He, That's my biggest obvious, issue. He's obviously a really troubled kid because he fucking finds a gun in a garbage can and keeps it as a good luck charm. He, thought it, was, he thought it was fake. Who cares? Who cares? It's a gun. Like, oh, look at my lucky gun. No. Bullshit. Um... But then, like, he makes a lot of crazy choices. He flees from the police. He's wanted like, for gun times. violence. And, multiple yeah, times. like, ah. Uh, and he's just like, you can tell when he has his, when he, at the end of the movie, when he's like about to shoot Sugo and the police. I was like, this kid is really effed up in the head. And the whole issue about, the, one of the biggest issues about the movie is that you don't know why. At least with um, Hina. Her mom's dead. She's on her own. I was so sad when I found out she was like 14. No, 15. I was like, oh. And he starts crying in the back of the car because he's like, she was only 15. And I'm in my seat in the movies like, she was only 15. That was a, a nice little reveal. That was a good part of the movie. But um, I wish they talked about him more because like, why was he a crazy person? Why did he run away? He had bandages on his face when he got off the boat in the beginning. Was he getting bullied at school? Was his father beating him up? Like, we don't know. And we never will. Yeah. And that's like an important part, right? Like, that's like the whole point of the movie is that Hodaka is running away from like this horrible home life. But we don't know what it is. It, that, yeah. They, and they should have addressed that. Like... They even addressed uh, Hina's mom passing away. Like They mentioned that, so we kind of know what's going on with her. And then, at the end of the movie, Horika just goes back to his island, 
and graduates like nothing happened. Granted, I understand he's like 14 and they don't like try you the same when you're a minor. Like, it's not like being tried as an adult for like gun violence and stuff. And he didn't actually like hurt anyone with the gun. And he was like getting I mean, he almost did. He almost shot that thug guy. He almost shot his adopted father. Ugh. His adopted father? Like, basically, Sugo, the the guy who, like, took him in, is paying him, is giving him advice, and he's, like, holding a gun to him. I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. Man. But, I don't know. It, It did seem weird how he just, like, went back home. And we never see his parents. I thought, okay, I will say, when he's, like, escaping from the police station, there's that woman walking in while he's running out. I thought that was going to be his mom. And then he just ran by and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Um, oh, shout out to the best character in the movie, Senpai. Oh, yeah, he was hilarious. The, the younger Nagi. brother is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when the movie was funny, it was funny. Yeah. Like it was a funny movie. It was a, it was a super fun, thrilling adventure movie. This is why but, uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Like, there's a lot of stuff that was really good. Yeah. It just lacked in some areas, but most movies and shows lack in some areas. That's part of it. Hmm. Yeah. Um. And this is the thing I wanted to say that I wanted to be reminded of okay, that I remembered. I, I was about to mention it. I was dis... I can't believe I'm going to say this. I was disappointed in the music. I've listened to the soundtrack multiple times since... And I've really enjoyed it. I thought the music was Here's really, the thing, really good. Though, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to the soundtrack. I bet the music is very good. I mean, Rad Wimps is great. And I've listened to a couple of the insert songs and they were good. In the context of the movie, I didn't love it. So the cool thing about Your Name, again, apologies for the comparison, was that each act of the movie was bookended by a song. Like, they had the opening song, then the first act, then they had Zen 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 Say, and then the second act, and then they had the finale with the insert songs, and that was really great. Um, There wasn't a super lot of background music, which I thought was fine, like score, because you wanted to hear the rain. So they kind of, the environment was kind of the score of the film, which I really enjoyed. But instead of really, like building the the insert songs into the movie, I feel like they just, like, threw them all at the end. One after another. Bam, bam, bam. Like, four songs in a row at the end. And it was kind of, like, cheap to me. It was like, oh, this is the dramatic part, so now let's put in the music with the words. And I feel like they could have been better incorporated into the film and spread out more to have more of an impact because the first time you hear the insert song you're like oh cool something big and then the next three times it's not as fun anymore you know what i mean they were all at the end uh i mean there were songs earlier in the movie yeah but not like the big impactful like insert songs they were all at the end and the one with the the female vocal like that one was good that's the second song like they were it was like four songs in a row right at the end and i wanted i was looking forward to it more like i feel like it was an injustice to the songs just to like squish them all together uh i will say i didn't feel like they squished them all together i didn't get that okay i disagree with you then i was that was one of the things I was most disappointed what? in. You disagree. You're not allowed to do I that. 
This is 2020. You can't disagree with people, man. I know, right? <laughs> what the fuck? You're going to trigger me. Sorry. <laughs> no. I'm already triggered. It's fine. I worked with I work with triggered kids 24/7. So they hate the world. So I can't help but uh bounce back. It's funny. I I'm not going to get yes. into it, but it, okay. the the irony of working with them is is lovely. To say the least. And we're going to continue. We are going to continue. Life getting in the way of my anime discussion. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very much enjoy the music. You can disagree. That's fine. I will say, go listen to the soundtrack. And yeah, you'll I will be surprised to. how much you enjoy it. I bet the music itself is very good. I like the Radwimps. I listen to their rock albums. They're really good. But um, I just wasn't able to appreciate them in the way I wanted to. Um, in the movie. Okay. And is that it? Is that all I want to say? Uh, about the movie or about the music? About the movie? Mm. I don't really it have... It was fun. It was thrilling. It didn't touch me in a certain way. The end was a little crazy. And now, like, there's no gonna, there's not going to be a Your Name 3 because all of Tokyo is underwater. Um, I, oh, this is something I wanted to say. I felt like I spoke to you about this briefly on the phone, I think. I think it would have been a perfect 12 anime series. Mm. Three, three introductory chap, um, episodes, him getting there, meeting Hina, meeting the brother, starting the service, doing the part-time job, three episodes. Next three episodes doing, like, one-off side jobs, helping, you know, doing all the stuff, going to Taki's grandma's house, like, fun, like, slice-of-life adventure. Next three episodes, leading up to the finale, meeting the daughter of Sugo, finding out about that, finding out about the niece, the Hina starts disappearing a little bit, we have her birthday, all that, and then three episodes for the finale. Mm -hmm. I feel like... It's structured perfectly for a 12-episode anime. I feel like it would have given enough space to be able to, like, talk about more things. Like, what happened to Sugo's wife? Did they even say, does she die? Is she gone? I don't even remember. Um, she died. She died. She died? She died. Okay, she died. Um, I feel like this story would have been better in that format than in a movie. Mm, I don't know. I think it's too hard to say. That's fair. That's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, you could say the same thing for probably any movie. If they had more time, they could do more things. That's so, true. Yeah. Get it. But I was there and I was just thinking like, yeah, this could have been like a series. But mm -hmm. I think that's all I wanted to say now. Um, would? Voice acting. Sorry. Would voice you, acting. Uh, sorry. Can I jump in? Absolutely. I apologize. Would you go see this in 4D? Now that you've seen if it I, once, would you go to the movies and see it again if you could see it in 4D? If I went with, like, people who wanted to, yeah, I wouldn't do it alone. The only cool thing about seeing it in 4D is that, like, it's about rain, so I'm going to get super wet in the theater. Like, I'm going to get soaked. Not that they're going to soak me. That's an exaggeration. But um, No, they give you ponchos of, before. Imagine. That then would be I would cool. Definitely, I would definitely be there. It's the freaking raft ride. 
I would totally Remember do that. that. They just like had it downpour and then they like had fans and then they like made it really warm and it warmed you up. Met lots of germs in there at that point, but that would be a really cool experience. I would totally go for that. If they're just going to like, I'm not going to like go into the city by myself to get someone to squirt some water in my face while I, while I watch this movie. So no, I would have much rather saw Promarin 4D. We can make our own 4D at home. We'll get it on Blu-ray and I'll just, we'll have buckets <laughs> of water prepared and we'll just dump them on ourselves when it rains. <laughs> when the wind starts blowing a lot, we'll put on a fan and like jump on the couch. <laughs> that would be fun. Makeshift 4D movies. Uh, last question I'll have for for you on this. Sure. Do you think this is a movie non-anime fans could enjoy? Yes. Yes. I'm repeating you. That's not my opinion. Yes. Why not? (laughs) Very insightful, Mary. Thank you. There's nothing, like, super anime in it. I mean, it's meant to be a movie for a wider audience, as he said, a more international audience. I just don't think it's a great movie in general. (laughs) But, yeah, why? Do you think no? No, no, I I think it would be. Oh. I think people, I think a lot of different people could watch this movie and get something out of it. I was not, like, leading you in any way with that okay. question. I was just kind of curious and just wanted to have another discussion point. You kind of locked me down a little bit with your answer, but that's okay. Sorry. Like, I would say, like, I wouldn't have someone who doesn't know anime go see Promare. Yes. I agree. They would have no idea. They'd be so confused. On. Like, who's that character? Oh, that's Kamina. Okay. Who's that guy? Oh, that's also Kamina. Okay. It's like, do you get my references? Uh, no, I don't. It wouldn't work, right? Yeah. Wouldn't I'm trying work. to think what else. What's a movie for, what's an anime movie that's not for anime fans? Wait, an anime movie that's not for anime fans? Yeah, that what isn't that for a broader, like, Promare, it's an, an, oh, sorry. You an said anime this backwards, movie, I think. I did. What's an anime movie that's not for a broader audience besides anime fans? I misspoke. Wait. So it's for an anime movie that you probably should only watch if you watch anime? Yes. The Konosuba movie. Yes. That's a good that answer. That is also one. Well, that's also, you would have to watch the series. I'm kind of saying like You don't really have to watch the series. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm, I'm literally Like, going... basically, all the Memorial Hosodas you could watch... Maybe Summer Wars is a little cray? Uh, I would say you'd have to be somewhat, like, techie and understand the internet. Which sounds like a really low requirement. But let me tell you, there are some 63-year-old men named my father who don't do very well with the internet. Hey, leave Dad alone. I love him. (laughs) Me too. But he would have a harder time connecting to, like, a cyber world. He had trouble following your name. He walked out of the movie and said, so were they switching bodies? Yeah, I was like, what? Like how They literally say, we're switching bodies, and then we have Zen Zen Sense. But at some point, you should kind of get it. But there are some anime undertones, like 
he acts more feminine. So like his gestures are more feminine in like, but we see that in anime all the time where like women will gesture in a certain way while men do the other where like, maybe you won't get that. That's a little nitpicky, but mm-hmm. that's, that's all the, uh, the grievance I'll give him on that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm going through movies that I've seen that would be bad for non-anime fans. Well, why waste it here? This could be a good topic of the week. Because I don't think I have many. I know. (laughs) That's fair. Well, don't stress yourself. We can just stop. Yeah. Maybe something like The Wind Rises. Because I think knowing, uh... Uh, Miyazaki's past and like kind of getting like the significance of airplanes in Japan is kind of important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Black Fox, probably not the best anime movie for non-anime fans. It's cool. Don't get me wrong, but Kawaii 13 year old girl fighting evil people as a ninja kind of hits home with anime fans a little more than non-anime fans, I think, because we're pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, in the um thing at the end of the movie, Shinkai was like, yeah, I did throw Taki and Mitsuha in there kind of just for fun, but if you recognize them, like, you're you're an otaku. <laughs> Ow. And Why? Literally, literally the whole movie kind of went, ugh. Ugh. Like, the whole theater I was in, we were like, because we all recognized them. We were like, that's a bad look. Uh, he knows but I'm a piece of shit. But it was pretty obvious. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why, Hosoda-sensei? Why did you do this to me? But that's all my remarks on this movie. I'm done. I'm done talking about it. It's a movie. I gave it an 8. I enjoyed it. I'd see it again. I'm going to buy the, buy the Blu-ray special edition thing with the art book and maybe a poster uh what i hope there's a poster in it one can hope we got a poster i want another poster okay that's also fair we got free posters at the movie fam um it was it's a nice poster too it's the like the 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 poster i was gonna say the movie poster with her like walking in the sky it's very beautiful yes i have it sitting right there i'm looking at it currently it's in the trunk of my car. I need to get a frame for it. I'm going to use teacher tape and put it up on my wall. Yeah. Probably next to Deku. Yes. I have a cool Deku fan art. I'm looking forward for you to catch up in everything so we can talk weeklies next week. Like get more into My Hero since I'm finally caught up. Yes. More into the other stuff. Everyone, next week is winter season discussion. We're going through everything. We're talking about... My Hero, New Seasons, Haikyuu, uh, I don't know, I guess that's it. (laughs) Yeah, and I spoke a lot about it last week with, um, Ganon, but I'm, I'm sure people won't mind if I, uh, rehash it out for you. When do we get the results from the, uh, Anime of the Year Crunchyroll Awards thing? Uh, February 15th. Uh, okay. They're having an award show. I'm not going to be able to watch it because I'll be in the city, but you could you could do a stream or whatever. Oh, maybe I'll do a watch-along. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. 
We could they're do doing a like watch. Out. They're doing a um a watch party in uh, New York City. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um. Hey, I'll be in the city. Imagine for my seventh anniversary with Mike, we're gonna go watch the uh, the anime awards while we're in the city. Why not? Oh wait, are you going to Moulin Rouge? Yeah. Sweet. Wait, we talked so about this a little bit last week. What did we talk about last week? Why am I blanking? You weren't. You weren't here last week. I was with Gannon. No. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, so wait. Give me. Okay. Hold on. I totally forgot. Bear with me for one minute. I had to give my one rant from the anime awards thing because I didn't get to talk about the nominees. Okay, one rant and then we're done. Okay. How is Attack on Titan not up for anime of the year? That was our rant as well. Is that a joke? It's got to be a joke. They're fucking with us. They're just going to let everyone vote and then they're just going to give to Attack on Titan. Like, (laughs) so many metrics. It's the most discussed anime of the year, right? If you look at... Uh, like, Reddit karma totals from r slash anime. Attack on Titan was one or two. Um, it's my anime list rating. It's, like, number four all time. Like, it's super high ranked, the new season. Like, people are talking about it. People love this anime. How is it not even nominated? What is nominated? What is it? It's Mob Psycho? Uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Yaiba, which is going to win. Yeah. What else? Do you know? Um, Promise Neverland. Promise Neverland, which is good. These are all good. Yeah. Here's the thing with my with uh, Attack on Titan. It got nominated for Best Director, Best Animation, Best Fight, and Best Soundtrack. And it's not nominated for Anime of the Year. Yeah. What are they doing? How could it have the How could it have one of the best in all those things and not be the best anime? And and it's on Crunchyroll. It streams on Crunchyroll. And they're hosting the awards. Show some bias, Crunchyroll. You're supposed to be biased to your own anime. Stop being fair because you're just wrong. Okay, yeah. I'm good. That's my rant. Okay, that was great. Thank you. Loved it. I got it. And I don't think this is a hot take. No, <laughs> I didn't even notice. I was just like, oh. There's a few snubs, but it's not that bad. And someone in the Discord was like, Attack on Titan for Anime of the Year. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't even notice it wasn't there. I was like, ah. I don't even think I voted for Anime of the Year. I think that was the only category. I I didn't vote for that category. And I didn't vote for, um, like, American voice actor. Because I didn't watch any dubs. I'm not qualified. So. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, Okay. That's it. Mary, wrap us up. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to this crazy-ish episode of your favorite anime podcast, Anime Double Play. Um, this was fun. I, I usually don't rant. I feel like I ranted the entire episode and I kind of loved it. Sometimes having negative feelings is also fun, but I did enjoy the movie. But anyway, we look forward to talking to you next week about more animu goodness, and we hope you have a great week, and we hope you see you there. See you later.